dummy. Folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. Uh. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you. One that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm -hmm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Hello, welcome to, uh... <coughs> I'm smoking too much marijuana, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the Starlight Drive-In's uh, 4th of July Spectacular. Sorry we're late, but I've been down for a few days. I had this elaborate bullshit excuse, but... Something come up about 13 minutes before the show that we have to talk about before we get into the trailer. James Kahn passed away today. Yeah, uh, it's a real loss. A real loss. And, and, and uh, I actually read that he actually passed away on the 6th, which is two days ago. And then they, they're just uh, announcing it today, so... Yeah. Well, time to get his family together and all that. I respect that whole family privacy thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the guy, were, he was one was of those guys say, that became big in the 70s, but survived oh, the 70s. Yeah. Uh, so, so I was just going to ask what... Uh, what movies, of course, The Godfather is one, uh, but what movies uh, do you think really cemented his legacy other than oh, The Godfather? Really? Uh, thief. A couple I would mention. Let's not forget Brian's song. Oh, God, yeah. The male weepy of all time. Yeah, so much better than Rudy. Oh, God. Uh, I would also love to give a... Uh, a shout-out to one of my favorite buddy cop movies that people have forgotten about, and that's Freebie and the Bean. He's paired yeah. up with Alan Arkin, and he's fucking hysterical in that movie. It's too bad he is in one of the worst second paws of all time. Well, you and I disagree with that. I think it's mediocre. I don't think it's nearly as worse. Uh, I do like The Killer Elite. I really okay. do. Okay, okay, I'll give it up. It's mediocre, yes. I just keep forgetting the Osterman weekend. It's Osterman weekend is just so bad that I just burn it out of my head as soon as I, it's even mentioned. You know, and, and there's a couple others we've got to mention in the 70s. Uh, not a huge fan of Funny Lady, but, you know, he was in that. But, but He was in Funny Girl to... and Funny Lady. Right. And, and, and uh, no, he wasn't in Funny Girl. That was Omar Sharif. 
Oh, I uh, thought he was but, in both. My bad. No, no. Uh, and well, they, Rollerball. Oh, Rollerball. God, yeah, that movie's good. Yeah. And then there's always Harry and Walter go to New York and, yeah, <laughs> never mind. Hey, that one's good once they get to the second hour of it where the goddamn caper starts. Yes. But the problem is is that there's one hour of padding before that. Exactly. Exactly. It's a missed uh, uh, opportunity as far as I'm concerned. Thief is it's actually fantastic. one of those that they needed an editor. Yes. And I'll tell you another one we forget is Alien Nation. Oh, that one was good. I actually and liked Mizzle? it better than the series. It wasn't as yeah, preachy did. as the series was. Uh, also, let's not forget Misery. That's probably... Oh, God, uh, yeah. Misery, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and probably his latest one that he was really good in, as far as I'm concerned, was... Uh, well, two of them. One would be the program, uh-huh. which is okay, you know. But let's not forget Elf either. I'm not a huge fan of yes, Elf. Yes, let's forget Elf. Elf didn't exist. Okay, but he's very good in it. He's a hell of a no, lot better he's than not. what No, he's not. That, okay, no never one mind. is good in Elf because Elf is <laughs> a punishment for bad kids that's shown every <laughs> Christmas for 24 hours straight on American Movie Classics. Yeah, I know. Ugh. But yeah, in okay, Misery, but... he has one of the best sales ever. I mean, Cassie Bates could have hit his ankle with that hammer, and they would have just shown the crack, and we'd still were like, oh, God, oh, God. But that two minutes before of him going, no, don't, don't. You don't have to do this. Oh, I know. It's great. And you're like, do what? And then all of a sudden, you see her stand with that sledgehammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we've lost someone very special. Yeah. And so we wanted to give five minutes and, or so. Yeah, and we can't dismiss his performances. Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. Greatest role he ever had. No question. I don't know. Thief would be pretty damn close. And Brian's song, too. But but that's the one that really cemented him. Oh, Um, God, yeah. That cemented everybody that was in it. Exactly. Exactly. Even Brando Uh, was almost a forgotten commodity before... Godfather came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I think we should mention is we do an art house series of films, and we're going to be doing our second one. We haven't scheduled it yet, but I can guarantee you that the next one we're going to do is a film called Games. By Curtis uh, Hansen, which Curtis is Harrington, one of the best. Curtis yeah, one of the best horror slash thrillers you have never seen mm-hmm. unless you're stars. one of the cool 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 kids like me and yeah, me never mind. yes and you too uh and it stars james con 
Catherine Ross and Simone Signoret. Uh, it is a very perverse little. It's almost like a black comedy in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, and the reason, another reason it's so good, and we'll get into it when we watch it, is not only is the movie fucking characters fucking with each other, the movie's fucking with us in the audience. Oh yeah. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know Curtis Harrington, and we'll get more into this when we do do the uh, watch, uh, he's a very underrated director, one of the best uh, horror-slash-drama people out there that did things that you, just just un, really unusual uh, yeah, he uh, filmmaker. Yeah, uh, three unusual granny uh grand dam horror films of the late 60s early and 70s which is whatever happened to auntie rue uh whatever happened to alice and alice and, and alice. i can never remember the, i can never remember the third one yeah but he did he also did Night Tide, which starred uh, Dennis Hopper in an early role, uh, which is a really interesting, almost like a folk horror. Yeah. No. Well, so is Ruby, uh, too. Yeah, Ruby is wonderful, too. I fucking love Ruby. No, I'm saying so, Ruby's a folk horror, southern folk yeah. horror. Well, that's more of a ghost story for me. Southern actually. Gothic. But, but, Southern yeah, Gothic. Southern Gothic. Do it that way. But, yeah, that's our Southern version of folklore. It right. goes up there with, what's his name, the one about the vampire girl that take place down south? Lamora. Oh, Le- yeah, Lamora. Oh, God. Love Lamora. All, all right. So should we uh, get on with the... Uh... Yeah, get on with the trailers. Okay, we're changing yeah. trailers. Okay, so well, we, we are have at to because we're at the end of it. Grindhouse right. movie trailers, 1961, 1986. Mm-hmm. And if you and you're I'm looking for it, it has uh, Kansas City Bomber, uh, Bad 373, uh, Get Crazy, the exact video, and this is the splash, splash page for it. Right. And, and I must I must apologize to Stephen for the first trailer, and that's all I'll say. Yeah, don't worry. We survived the beat. The, what is it? The native is loose. The savage is loose. The savage is loose. If we can survive that, we can survive anything. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you. My apologies. Okay. And get it there, and let me get it set up. Okay. Got to turn the sound on because sounds went off. Okay, there we go. Turn it down a little bit. Dance it myself. Okay, get ready and to turn up the play. It's where previews is coming on in five, four, three, two, 
one now. Previews of coming attractions. Wonderful stuff. I I remember this. Yeah. You know, being at the driving, he was here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We were giddy because that means there. This is a bizarre film because it had, because they put it out and it flopped as, uh, what was it? Sidelong, sidelong glances of a pigeon kicker. Yeah, sidelong glances of a pigeon kicker. Put another title in, it probably would have been seen more, but okay, since we're not politically correct. They should have called it Sidelong Glances of a Pigeon Fucker. That might have get more people in there. This is definitely a rip-off of five easy pieces. And they even say it's a rip-off of five easy pieces. Or a poor, oppressed, rich white boy gets a cab job because he wants to learn what's it like to be one of the real people. Now, this was actually directed by an English director and co-produced and co-financed by, I think, uh, not BFI, but Channel 4, I think. What's funny is they put out all of these films real quick after five easy pieces, and you can tell by watching them that none of them had a real script. They just followed the beats of... uh, well, what's the Palma one? Uh, greetings and hello, mother, and uh, five easy pieces. Right. It's just now, like they watched just... the movie and took the beats from that and made all these films. Now, you just saw very briefly one of my favorite actors, unknown actors, uh, by the name of Robert Walden, probably best known for his supporting role in the TV series Lou Grant but also on Jeff Lieberman's uh, Blue Sunshine. Uh, and there he is there, passing the joint. Yeah, that's the way of showing that you're rebellious in the 70s, is that you smoke a joint. No, 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 that had nothing to do with rebellion. We just wanted to fucking escape. I know, Everybody but, I know, know smoked. Yeah, but... In the movies, he's one of us. We can relate to him. He smokes the marijuana. Oh, and there's elements of the graduate in this, too. I mean, look at these actors. You could tell this was an English film. Yeah. Kate Reed. Yeah, Lane Strick and and Kate Reed is best known for... uh, the Andromeda Strain, also a great yeah. Canadian uh, ripoff of that called Plague. I've actually seen a trailer that has sidelong glances of a pigeon kicker. Hey, an odor. Oh, no. Which one is this? Oh, two mules for Sister Sarah. Yeah. I hate to say this. Not as best, but not as worst. This is a Clint Eastwood Western programmer before he really yeah. found his groove with uh, 
uh, High Plains Drifter and the Beguiles and Dirty Harry. Right. But this is this is a fun movie, and she's good in it. Oh, yeah. She's the best thing about it. Oh, and absolutely. it has a great Ennio Morricone score. Ooh. I love the fact that they're not even hinting that she's supposed to be a fake nun in this movie. They're not even showing yeah. one shot of her in the nun suit. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Oh, it's a fun little movie. It's not his best. I wouldn't call it spectacular either. I would call it, you were right, it's a programmer. It's not yeah. bad. But yeah, this is definitely one of those. But in between the uh, uh, Leone films and uh, the Beguiled and uh, High Plains Drifter, Joe Kid, uh, Hang 'em High. Uh, What's the one that McLeod was taken from? Uh, I can never remember the name of it. Oh, uh, Coogan's Bluff. Coogan's Bluff, yeah. Yeah. When in Hollywood, at Universal Studios, you pricks. <laughs> yep. MGM presents. Okay, oh. this one I don't know. I don't know this David one. David Hemming. Samantha Egger. This is called The Walking Stick. What do I beat Carl with every day? <laughs> the walking the stick. The walking stick. <laughs> Tell this. It's just weird after seeing Hemmings in the roles he wanted to play, seeing him in a romantic lead. Well, this isn't exactly romantic. I'm, I, I, you'll see. Is this a rip-off of a hopscotch or charade? Well, it's a more, it's not a comedy. That's all I can tell. I, I can, yeah. say, I've never seen, not a comedy, it becomes this, a yeah. real drama. This looks like a sort of a copy of a charade. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's probably the closest you can come to this, at least by the trailer. The Cary Grant one about there. She's like the victim, and everybody's using her because uh, someone in her past, uh, be it husband or anything like that, you know. Yeah, but don't ask Vicky for her Kit Kat bar. She'll beat yeah. the living crap out of you. Absolutely. I don't know this one. Do not know this one. This just looks like, yeah, I don't know it either. 
This is another one of those that's probably slipped in the radar. Yeah. This is a spaghetti western. I can just tell by the guns. The sound of the guns going off. They just had a different way the gun sounded in a spaghetti western. Yeah, yeah. Alex Cord. A minute to pray, a second to die. Now, I know I've seen it, but it's been years yeah, since I've seen it. Yeah, this is Django exploitation because of the way he's dressed, you know. Right. Yeah, a lot of... Do like, like Robert, Robert Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Robert Ryan. I do Ryan. like him a lot. Yeah. Alex Cord, a lot of them went over in Italy and did the Western. That's why you always got great acting in it, because they had the guys that America had discarded, and the Italians realized that these guys are still good. Yeah. Arthur Kennedy was in a few of them. Oh, absolutely. I said, shoot, not get shot, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, this one one we need my cows on. Yeah. This is one that if it came on TV and I will, we will, it would be like, oh, good, something's on TV that's good, to, pretty decent to watch. But it's not something we buy. Oh, produced by Albert Band. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this one's an absolute Stone Cold classic. It's even on the yeah. Criterion Collection level classic. This is a fun movie and, and, and actually a really nice slice of life. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those when people said all the black exploitation films in the 70s were yada, 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 yada. I'm like, have you seen Claudine? No. And, and you know what? James Earl Jones is really good in this. Oh, yeah. So Mama's going out on a date tonight, and ain't nothing you can say about it. Diane Carroll, Mama's going to wind up chicken anyway. going to wind up chicken anyway. Social worker. Yeah, hide the TV, the social workers here. I know how that goes. You got to lie to get the money you need. Yeah. I still get, yeah, you still get fucked in the ass for those guys like that nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ha, ha, ha. 
He, he did a couple of really interesting films during this period of time. One of them I yeah. love, which I've actually done a commentary watch with Rachel, is uh, Deadly Hero. Which yeah. is a great I little am film. so glad that Criterion put this one out. Yeah, I, I agree. And I do like the hat. I like the hat a lot. I, uh, I just love it. Just This is like a complete difference. Than the usual black exploitation film that you got out. Yeah, they got time like Claudine, Five on the Black Hand Side. Uh, there Sounder. were more films, Sounder. There were more films like this. It's just that these films don't get talked about as much. It's the one you know, like Coley the Shaft. Coley uh, yeah. High. Yeah. It's the shafts, the superflies, the black action films. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask Pam Greer, she said she would have loved to have been in a movie like this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, shit. Look at that music. Uh, yeah, Curtis Mayfield and Gladys Knight. I buy that shit in a heartbeat. I did buy that shit in a heartbeat then. This is one of the most bizarre documentaries you'll ever see. This is about a guy who wants to become a star in a roller derby. Code Red put this out, and it is just fucking bizarre. I've never seen it. I know it exists. Not particularly the biggest film festivals ever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, this is put out. Uh, this is made for uh, the markets where the roller derby was at its biggest. Quit his job. Quit. Yeah. Personally, if I'm. He quit his he job, quit, yeah. Yeah, he quit his job to join the roller derby, and his wife wants to kill his ass. There's now, now personally, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. personally if I uh, want to watch a roller derby movie, I'd rather do 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 it with the women. You know, like Kansas. Yeah, Kansas but trust me, Palmer. this is a very good bizarre documentary. If you're looking for a bizarre documentary, this one is good. It's not afraid to portray him as a pathetic son of a bitch that he is. This is why I've got the show for it now. You know. Mm -hmm. A beautiful place up here in heaven. See, look, it's got good reviews in the village, Joyce, Oakland. What? Then all the medium coals? Fuck you. Medium coal has got to be better than this. No, this is really good. Trust me, Carl. I'm saying well, this me and, is... Me and what Cole is, is like yeah. my, my top five films in the I six. know. But they got to have that, you know. Cow! Which one is this? 
I'm not sure. Oh, don't make, oh, oh, don't make waves. This is the oh, one yeah. with uh, Tony Curtis. Yeah, Tony Curtis trying to show that he's still hip. This is not the worst of his still hip films. That would still be Casanova. But this is pretty far down there. What's cool is a lot of these muscle guys in this movie, because of this movie, got called over to Italy to do peplum. And we should do some peplum sometime, too. Yeah. Now, I will say this. On my network, uh, Deviant Legion, we are planning a show on, on beach movies, and I will probably mention this for 30 seconds and say how bad it is. Well, mention the, get the muscle guys' names because they are the ones who really come out of this as stars, like uh, him. Let's see, Mickey Haggerty's in this. Uh, I think Reg Park. I, I know Reg Park's is. Yeah. Italians, uh, seen the guys in this movie, they're like, holy shit, give me this fucking beefcake over here. Yeah. The muscle guys are the best part of the movie because they didn't give them that script and they just let them react to whatever dumb shit Tony Curtis is doing. Mm-hmm. Claudia Cardinal. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Robert Weber. Mort Saul. Damn. See, David Draper. He's one of the few that didn't go over to Italy, David Draper. But Reg Park, as soon as he got the call, he's like, hell yeah. (laughs) Now he has beachfront property. Do we want to do one more? Just 18 minutes, man. One of Paul Newman's worst films. What is this? WUSA. What's up? This is one of the worst films about television, or is it radio? It's radio. Radio. Yeah, because of the and, W. And, of course, it, 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 it's talking about uh, conservative uh, radio. And it, 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 it tried to be real trenchant at the time. And it just, it's like hitting your head over with a sledgehammer. This is not a good movie. And it's yeah, a plus. The real fun crazy shit when it comes to conservative Republican radio hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Now, if they had made this in the 90s, they could have made a hell of a move. Well, they actually did, Bob Roberts. Yeah. And and you're absolutely right. This is sort of the predecessor to Bob Roberts, but it's not nearly as good. No, I've not heard a good word about this. Even the director was embarrassed by it. Uh, I think that was Stuart Rosen. Rosenberg, I think. Yeah, Stuart Rosenberg. Yeah, 
We're on 18 minutes, man. Uh, we ain't Anthony Perkins, Stuart Rosenberg, yeah. Lawrence Rosenberg. They got all these great comedy actors, Pat Hingle, uh, them, and they fucked it up. Yeah. Well, it's because they had a Neil Diamond song in it. Right. So that it? No, we're only on... We so we're at twenty okay. minutes. We got ten more oh, okay. minutes. Okay. Hot oh, damn, you got the patience of a dead goat. Well, we had that five or ten minutes before, that's why I was saying. I know, but who cares? We, we yeah. Okay. What did you like I better, just, the movie or the T V show? Actually I like the T V show better. Yeah, I mean Jack Lemon is good, but he uh, but it just seemed like uh, the two guys in the TV Randall. show, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman, just killed this more than the movie. Yeah, but it's because of the movie we got the TV show, and the movie was really good based on a play. Yeah. I think the pro- one of the problems with this movie is by now. We had already seen too many movies with Walter Matthau and Tony Curtis together. It was like no, a well, cliche Jack in Lemon. itself. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. It was pretty much a cliche in itself. And plus, you can tell this looks like a play that they fought when you're watching the movie. This is a play that they forced to be in different places. Right. <laughs> but this is not as bad as uh the night was it not yeah, nineteen nineties remake with uh Desmond Damon Wilson and I forget who else. Now it's Carl? Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I agree. And their last movie together is really bad, too, and that's Buddy Buddy. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Time to get out the uh, marijuana, kids. Well, the movie trailer was too goddamn long. Rome, for Christ. Cicilline. Satyricon. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, I love it. I, ah. It's interesting. It's my kind of weird. It's my kind of weird. It's the gayest movie that doesn't have gays in it. Yeah. (laughs) 
You have to read really between the lines. And, of course, it stars Martin Potter, who's best known uh, being uh, the co-star of Orlando, Derek Sharman's film. And, of course, he was gay. Yeah. Okay. It's a visual trip. This is, I do agree with the weed and stuff, because this movie is just all visuals and no plot. It's actually sort of like a, almost like a ballet. Yeah. You know? And it was one of Fellini's biggest hits in the United States. Yeah. Which shows how fucked up we were. We were looking for any, y'all were looking for anything to get stoned and watched back then, and this one fit the bill. Yeah, I, I much prefer his quieter films like Armacord. Yeah. And of course, this movie played great in the gay ha- in the gay movie houses. Oh, absolutely. That was Carl's reaction to the movie, the last vocal thing, right? Yeah. Ah! War Commission report from Mars. United Artists. The quintessential okay, order murders the death. I like this one. A war, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. What's what interesting is Haley Mills is in it. What movie actually also used that song, Carl? I can't remember. Kill Bill, Volume 1. Remember when... Oh, uh, yeah. When Daryl Hannah's uh, character's walking down the hall, she whistles this. Right. Yeah, Hyo Bennett Haley is Mills. just fuck Haley Mills. Hyo Bennett is just so fucking good in this. Oh, absolutely. But but the thing I'm talking about Haley Mills, we're talking about someone who was a Disney actress. Yeah, and she's in this movie. And this is a this is a pretty much a hard R. And and she reads psychopathic sexualis. Yeah. This is one of those movies that was pretty much banned for a while because of how fucked up it is. There was a bunch of these from England. Uh, Girlie is another one. Uh, uh, there were a bunch of these sort of psychosexual films. No, don't class this in because there's not much like Twisted Nerves. This is... If you want- a great, this unique the, gem. Yeah, this is the best of them, okay? No question. But Gurley is fucking out there. Yeah. And there's a number of them. I can't remember all of them. This will make a but hell of a right. double feature with Peep and Tom. Yes. And it's still not out in the U.S. on a good fucking DVD or Blu-ray. Son of a bitch. No, it's not. It's a damn good film. And also uh, directed by Roy Bolding, who was one of the directors, you know, who who uh, who did uh, um, 
who worked on um, um, what was the film you just mentioned? Oh, the one about Tom. the Peeping Tom. He he was second unit director of that. See, there's a giant fucking X right there. They don't give a fuck. No. But it means the X chromosome. Okay. And with that, we're done. It's 29 minutes. Yeah. Okay, we're done. But I'll tell you this. The next one is a fucking gem. And that's for next next time. Absolutely. This is a movie that when it was made, uh, its makers did not expect it to do good. And then something happened that kicked that just totally fucked them up. Okay. It got good reviews across the board. Oh, people love this movie. Critics love this film. And one of the reasons for that, one of the reasons for that is the script. We're talking about a script by John Sayles, who at this point in time was really doing some great work on on um, uh, genre pictures. You know, this and then, yeah. of course, Piranha, and then, of course, uh, The Brother from Another Planet, too. You know, really good work. And it, because of this script, this, this really uh, uh, hit off. And then, of course, you talk about you know, Robert Forster and everybody in it is just great. Yeah, this is just one of those that, and plus, they made their money back already. Well, we'll talk about that when we get into the movie. But yeah, go Mm -hmm. to Shudder and get on Alligator, or if you have the new uh, 4K deep Blu-ray, which actually has the TV cut, which is pretty goddamn good in itself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I want to get the I want to get it, the blue the Blu-ray just for that TV cut. Mhm. And by the way, we will be worshiping at the altar of Henry Silva later. Yeah, we'll Henry just, Silva we... in this. <laughs> okay, and... I'm all set up. And I'm at zero zero zero. Okay, let me get it there. And pause. Yeah, zero, zero. Okay, we're going to start it in five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, Robert, Brandon Chase and Robert S. Benson present. Yes. But first, we've got to get into urban legends. This was one of the biggest urban legends there was for the big city folks. This is a city, a family goes down from New York or any city up north and goes to Florida and buys a little baby alligator for their kid. Mm-hmm. And then when they take it to New York, they, uh, the parents, because it's starting to get a little big, flush it down the toilet. You know why you don't shoot it? Because you can only shoot an alligator in the right place. Right, exactly. Alligators are tough shit. Yeah. 
Now, what they don't really mention is that this young girl who buys the the, uh, alligator is intended to be the female uh, uh, interest in, uh, you know, 20 years later. And what they show in the TV version, which makes it funnier, is that the guy who just got his leg bit on? That was a fake prosthetic leg. Yeah. Ah, uh, they are kind of cute when they're young. Yeah, but they get big, Ramon. <laughs> Why they give it a Spanish name for? Well, I don't know, Florida. So Dean Jagger is in this? The Show Me State. Oh, who's that guy? Sydney Lassick. We'll be talking about Sydney, and and I'll be worshiping that his older here very quickly. Jack Carter. Oh, and there's a couple (laughs) of jokes set up for later in the movie, like uh, the alligator next to the toy bus. Yep. And this is set in Chicago. And, of course, they mentioned the 68 convention, too. You know, and and sort of like... This guy's a motherfucker. Oh, this guy's an asshole. Good shot, yeah. by the way. This was directed by Lewis Tigg. He's not that well known, but he did one of the best Stephen King adaptations in Cujo. Oh, God, yeah. Screenplay, Screenplay by John Sales. From a story and by John Sales and Frank Ray Pirelli. Yeah. God, this is a beautiful print. Oh, it's gorgeous print. Yeah. Gorgeous print. Asshole. <laughs> I'm mad the alligator didn't get a hold of him later in the film. They should have gave the alligators revenge, god damn it. Yeah. Of course, in the sewers, and of course, it's going to eat 12 years later. Yeah, but it ain't during those other 12 years, too. There he is. And one of the the, the, the jokes in the whole movie are set up here. <laughs> How's my hair? How's my what hair? Oh. One of the great character actors, lead actors, just all all around. And of course he was saved in a lot of ways by by Quentin Tarantino and Jackie Brown. But nonetheless, yeah. man, I love this guy from the get go. He's he's the star of Medium Cool, which is Top five 60 movies of all time for me. Easily. Probably. 
number one. And Sidney Lassick, how can you not love Sidney Lassick? Mm-hmm. Come on. Remember? He's in one of our favorite movies, remember? Oh, Vigilante. No, no, no. I'm talking Sidney Lassick. Come on. Oh, deep cover, yeah. The working man's hand. Oh, that's an absolute. Yeah, I can remember seeing this at the drive-in. Uh, the person I was with, Doc, he was like, "Yeah, this my I don't know about watching this. I'm like, you have to watch this. He's like, yeah, oh, but I'm tired. I want to take a nap so I can catch the other films. I'm like, no. <laughs> okay, so hey, the gentleman that Forster is talking to, the gentleman that Forster is talking to right now the uh, is, is Michael Gatza. And just a great character actor. You'll see him in a lot of films. (laughs) I love his looks, man. Uh Uh-oh. He's the douchebag who's been kidnapping dogs. Yep. That's the whole point. And that's the thing about this. The douchebags get their get their come up and so no matter what Except kind of douchebag the they douche are. Bag, no, not the douchebag who flushes the alligator down the toilet. He doesn't No, get no, in. he doesn't. He doesn't. But everybody oh, else does. Pharmaceutical. That's why the alligator gets so big. Exactly. They're doing growth hormones. Yeah. Fifties. Get the read on a dark print. 
I don't know if they, they show it right here. And that is, just look for it. It's around the, here, here somewhere. And it's called Harry Lime Lives. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's why uh, Pig uh, wrote on the sewer walls. And he said that Sales was the only one who got the joke. Of course, that's a nod nod to Orson Welles. In the third man. Well, Harry Lyme had, if you've ever got the criterion of it, Harry Lyme had his own uh, radio show and I think two or three novels, too. Yeah. By the way, these are great, yeah, great alligator effects. Oh yeah, and 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 that's all animatronic. This is a mistake, Sydney. Hey, how many horror films have we seen where? The plot progression depends on the stupidity character. All of them? All of them almost? Well, not all of them, but enough, you know. But this one is so much balls out fun. This uh, Universal almost sued over this. Oh, yeah. But Steven Spielberg watched it and said, come on, this ain't nothing like Jaws. Well, there were two of them. Don't forget Piranha. Piranha. Uh, yeah, and, Spielberg and, and said the same, them. too. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy, you're, you're, you're dead meat, buddy. <laughs> yeah, this keeps up. I'm going to open a spire pot shop. This is the kind of movie you want to watch on the 4th of July night. Just something fun and great that you can watch with the whole family. Yeah, after you've blown off your hands. So, so now all these parts you may need later. I don't know. They don't make fireworks anymore strong enough to blow off your hand. Oh, there were like two or three that were mentioned here in New York where they blew off a finger at the very least. I hope it's their middle finger just so they can learn a lesson. You blew off your pussy finger. Ah, Fuck you, buddy. In the TV cut, it explains why he gets to there so quick. Right. You know, they were when they were doing this for for, for the movie theaters. They were looking specifically at drive-ins, and they were looking at uh, uh, ninety minutes. Yeah. A nice thought ninety minute film, and so that's why a lot of 
that TV cut was cut from 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 this particular uh, yeah. uh, theatrical. Yeah, the producers were caught with their pants down and their jaws open when this thing started making bank. Yeah. Hey, what else do we know? Dean Jagger. Oh, Dean Jagger. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, the producers were caught with their pants down and their jaw, you know, dicks out when it started making money. They were like, you mean people like this? Oh, yeah. Again, as I said at the beginning, it, it's the script. The script is really smart. You know, in, and in terms got of... And actors you know, up to it. Yeah. And, of course, you know, the, the, the real uh, star of this movie is, is going to come up here in a little while. Nothing against Robert Forster. Is this for, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This, oh. In case you're wondering, that was John Sales behind the camera. Okay. And he's a pretty decent star, too. I can't think of that guy's name, but he becomes a uh, uh, a thorn in in uh, Forster's side. Yeah, but he I remember him from Prince of the City. He's always one of those guys like you want you want an Italian in your movie or an Italian mafioso type. He was one of the guys to get. By the way, talking about Italian mafioso, you know that Robert Forster was in a Godfather knockoff. Do you remember? Yeah, the Don is dead. Yep. I and he's know. good in that, too. Yeah. yeah, I do, too. With Anthony Quinn. I think he's in it, too. Yeah. That's still funny to see it on the board, ain't it? Ed Norton. <laughs> And so no we know how the honeymooners ended. Yeah. David Hedison's the third guy. Yeah. <laughs> In case you guys don't know this, David Hedison was the fly. Yeah. Also, he was in um, uh, Voice to the Bottom of the Sea. Yeah. You know, the nice thing about this, if you take a look at these actors, you know who they are. Right? But you don't know the name. You can tell that they was influenced by Joe Dante with that. Oh, absolutely. With the paper headlines. But, yeah, as I was saying, they weren't expecting this to be as big a hit as it was, and they didn't expect to make their money back, and being one of the biggest 
television movie blockbusters that ABC ever freaking had. Beets, yeah, nuts, would, orange they, juice. Boy, that looks tasty. Yeah. So they they would run this what once once a year or something like that for like five yeah. years running. Yeah, they bought it for five years for a price, and they showed it once a year and did gangbusters every time. <laughs> the whole thing about the hair. <laughs> that was the improv. The guy didn't yeah. know that he was going to ask him that. Oh, this is something. I for, When I first saw this, uh, I, I didn't think. I, I've forgotten this scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I stopped wanting to be a cop next week. I always look, man. <laughs> I do love that. I could get, I gave. I stopped giving a shit about being a cop about last week. <laughs> this, this kid here I like. I, I don't know him as an actor, but I like this character, and I like... Yeah, we always got to have the likable piece of meat. Yeah, we do. And he is a piece of meat. Let's, yeah. let's face it. You know that person. But yeah, keep die. looking at the walls, and you'll see Harry Lime lives. Because this is a brighter print than we're used to, isn't it, Carl? Yeah, very much so. And you know, a good third of this movie is in the sewers. Of course, that's sort of a nod to uh, them and a number of uh, uh, fifty science yeah. fiction films. And here's one of the weirdest things I found out. Yes, there was a movie tie-in novel. And it goes for a decent amount. Not as much as the board game. Oh, wow. Yeah, you told me about this. And then I had to look it up. And it's like, holy shit, he's right. There was a fucking board game. Yeah, what it is is uh, you put all this junk in the alligator's mouth. And you fish it out with the hook. And you hope you don't get the piece that triggers the alligator's jaws and uh, makes it snap on your thing. 
If you're playing two players, it's either the first one to remove all the pieces or the survivor that wins. Mm-hmm. And it goes for a shitload nowadays. I think about uh, in good condition about two to three hundred dollars. That wouldn't I, that wouldn't surprise me actually. Like I said, this movie was an unexpected phenomenon. Or, as we say, sometimes the good guys win. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of work here. Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to just mention, you know, this is directed by Lewis Tigg. Yeah. And we were talking about, about him. Or Tig, you know, however you want to pronounce it. No, it's but, pronounced uh, Tig. T-E-A-G-U-E. Tig. Okay, so so he did The Lady in Red. Did Great Alligator. Film. Great yeah, film. Alligator. Fighting Back. Great fucking film. Yeah. Cujo. Even better than this one. Cat's Eye, eh, has a couple of good things in it. The Jewel uh, of the Cujo Nile. is not better than Alligator. Well, you know, there is argument about that. Cujo's damn good. Yeah. Uh, then I asked them front or back. Right. And then back, Jewel back, of the back. Nile, and then after Jewel of the Nile, then it gets uh, a little spotty for him. Oh, God. Jewel of the Nile is one of the biggest. It wasn't yeah, that his was fault. The, the fault is no. that Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito was fighting all through the movie. But after that, uh, Collision Course, Navy Seals, Wedlock, of which I know none of them, then he went into TV. You don't know Navy Seals? The no, I don't. crap I film with you. Charlie Sheen and... Uh, Michael Bean is a badass macho Navy SEAL. Nope. That was one of the main jokes in uh, Kevin Smith's Clark. Nope. Don't know it. <laughs> well, be glad. Don't it's know. another. It's a very formulatic macho action film. You know, one of the things about this movie... This is really atmospheric, too. Yeah. That and they do the no, 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 thing no, real no, well. No, 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 don't bite. Don't bite his butt. Don't bite his butt. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. Oh, and that's the whole point. You know, they're having fun with this. Yeah. They're having fun with this, and then, you know, they're 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 not really making fun of the of the genre, but they're they're it's it's like they're they're it's they're just having uh, you know a blast. kind of stupid to make a joke about it, you know. Yeah, this is the best kind of drive. 
This one would have legs at the drive-in. They totally didn't think because a fun film like that is one like, let's say you guys played it when it first came out, Carl. Well, by that time, I was no longer at the uh, drive-in. Let me explain. It probably would have done great, right? Oh, yeah. And then the next time you played it, the year later, the guys that loved it are going to drag a whole bunch of people to watch it. Yeah, and that that happened a lot. Okay, that was one of the things about drive-ins, that you could repeat films and you would get people to watch it again because they really enjoyed it the first time. And that was very true. Oh, I'll... That's an alligator bitch slap for your ass, motherfucker. Really good shot here. Oh, God, yeah. I mean the tension here. Down here! Up here! Come on, gator! And the TV cut, it explains why it's so hard for him to push that up. Some dumb shit parks their car on top of it. They do that later, too. They don't show it here, but they do it later. Really well done. How he does... Look at his face. Really well done. Yeah. Fade the white. And for an R-rated film, there's not much gore in it. No, not at all. I think the only reason it's R is I think there's a, one or two F-bombs. You, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But they were afraid that this movie wouldn't sell without an R rating. Yeah. And why is he not hooked up to anything? And here's the asshole journalist again. No. They set this up in such a way where, where, you know, everything's against the, the main character. And, and... The way that that Forster really reacts to this and how he works is really good. And speaking of, here we go.
So I'm looking up our our, our uh, female actress here, who is Robin yeah. Riker. Now I don't know her that well. This is the only movie that I remember her from. Mm-hmm. So so I'm just checking to see what else she did. Um, okay. So there she is. Uh, she's still working. She mm-hmm. was in a TV series called Moot Swings. She was in General Hospital for a while. Uh, Last Man Standing TV series. The Bold and the Beautiful. Basically, TV actress. Days of Our Lives. The Gregory Hines Show. Wow. The new ice age coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Body chemistry, too. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't he use his kung fu on him? I don't know. So this is really about the only movie she ever did. She basically a soap op- opera actress. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't know her. She's actually pretty good in this. Well, Forrester should have got more leading roles after this, but he didn't. But, you know, after after Jackie Brown, though, he did great. <laughs> then, yeah, I mean, well, this was really his big period. Uh, 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 alligator, uh, vigilante. The dawn is dead. We mentioned that before. Well, I'm just talking about this eighty, the eighty-two, you know, oh, period. Oh, the eighty. Okay. Yeah, All vigilante, Dante. Except in Vigilante, he's not that sympathetic, and you end up scared shitless of him by the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. So if you're looking at 80s Robert Forster, give me a moment. Okay. So let's not forget he was in two 70s series, Banyan and my favorite, um, Banyan's my favorite, and Nakia. And Boots. <laughs> But let's see, in 79, he's in the black hole, alligator, vigilante, walking the edge. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Oh, let's not forget the Delta Force. Yeah. <laughs> so he had a great period there in the 80s. I, and one of my favorite. Go ahead. I was just going to say one of my favorite films. Of his, which he also directed, Hollywood Harry. Harry, yeah. Where he does that hand bone out of nowhere. Yep. Hey, yeah. And I'll tell you another one from the late 80s that you need to watch if you've never seen it is The Banker. The Banker is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just 
that's another one that we need a good quality uh, uh, DVD or Blu-ray of. Oh, absolutely. There's one that came out, but it was still VHS quality. Yeah. The Banker is a great film. Yeah. And not well known. And let's not forget he was in American Yakuza in the 90s. That movie wasn't that good. Ah, it was fun. You know, uh, uh, Scanner Cop 2. Of course, Those original few... gangsters. Yeah. Yeah, the Scanner Cop, Cop 2 movies are more fun than they have any fucking right to be. Exactly. And of course, I just did a watch of Uncle Sam with him in it. Then you get into Jackie Why Brown. Why did you and say then... the word dog shit on the air? <laughs> because I'm allowed to. This is an R-rated show. <laughs> I love it. Great. This motherfucker's still taking pictures, even though he's getting his asshole ate out. <laughs> I want those albums. <laughs> Why oh, do you think there's a record file of him storing his records like that? By the oh, I used to do it all the time. You used your records. You know? Yeah, but know stacked bad. up on the edge like that? Oh, yeah. Without a milk crate? Yeah, I used to do that. Maybe not that many, but, but the ones that were on the playlist that I was playing at the time, that's how I had them. <laughs> it's a rat. Thank you, lady, to take a look. <laughs> Look at the background there. I love it. <laughs> and there's Jack. Uh, um, I can't think of his name right now, but his first name is Jack. He's the mayor. Jack Green. He's an asshole. No. Elam, no. Ass, no. Hold on, hold on. I'll tell you here in a second. Me off. Jack Carter. Jack Carter. Oh, Jack Carter. Carter. I thought it was Jack me off. Oh, never mind. Oh, sorry. I love it. They turn off TVs and movies, and I've never seen a TV actually turn off the way it does in the real world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the toy alligator got, got should have a credit. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, guess what other film was filmed right here in this area? What? First they had little babies there, and now they got uh, oh, alligators. Oh, it's alive. It's alive. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bazookas, man. Yeah, I'm going to shoot a bazooka in a sewer full of methane gas. Yeah, exactly. No shit. Well, fuck you too, buddy. Oh. And plus, this is a really fast-paced movie. I mean, sorry for watching it, but yeah, this is a real fast-paced movie, perfect for, well, like you said, you could tell this cut was... uh... (laughs) Nice! Yeah, let's annoy the motherfucker while we're going after it. That's one thing I would not do if I was hunting a 20-foot alligator. Do something that would piss it off. Yeah. Speaking of pissed off, someone just woke up with all the banging and is looking like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the one thing about Forster, if you take a look at his roles, how many times was he a cop or a private detective? Or, you know, I mean, so many roles like that. Yeah. And he's always the put-upon guy, the, the, the um, uh, you know. The schlub. Uh, yeah, the schlub. Not an insult, that, that's a good but... No. But, you know, or the everyman, if you can think of it that way, too. Right? Yeah, he was the everyman. See? Right there, they explain it, Carl. Yep. This is the second big movie that Jim Kelly got killed in. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's just so many jokes in this movie. And they're all under the radar. So if you don't get the humor, you're not going to get it. But that's the, you know, if you're going to do it right, you've got to do it under the, the radar. 
And that's another, this movie is another thing that's different nowadays than back then. Back nowadays, every hit is formulated, calculated, and it's more like a plan of war to make a movie a hit. There's no really room for surprises, you know. Well, you know, that, that's the whole thing. Uh, it's, it, Frank Zappa said it years ago. You know, the best thing about, you know, the period of the 60s for music or 60s and 70s for film is that the guys that were running it were the guys with cigars and they didn't really understand what was going on. And so they just greenlit everything and wanted something to stick to the wall. And that's why, you know, the 70s and early 80s was a great period of time for film because it was it was abnormal. You know, I mean, lots of weird things came by. Ah. But yeah, I mean, this really did. I mean, I can we can name all sorts of films, including major hits. Halloween, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. the Godfather, Nashville. They weren't expecting those movies to be the big giant hits they were. No. And plus, back then, movies like the ones I aforementioned and this could set in theaters long enough for Word of mouth. Yep. That's one thing that's really missing nowadays. They create the word of mouth before it's said. <laughs> I love that little bastard. Oh, okay. The little kid is great, by the way. Generally, little kids and movies are assholes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm busting out. Hello, okay. That is a great fucking reveal. That is such a great reveal. That's how you can tell those are white folks and not Mexicans. Yeah. Well, we we'll get to Mexican, that later, don't we? be there. Hey, where's Julio? Fuck him. That's a goddamn 20-foot alligator. Oh, love it. A car stunt for no fucking reason. Yep. This is great. Motherfucker, your window is open. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> if my window was open and I was in something like that, I would not. Fuck you, yeah, fuck you. You deserve to be eaten. That 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 is great work, man. They're not showing the whole alligator, so it's just a head, right? <laughs> and that, that, of course, is... It's a puppet, but, you know, it's just so well done. And after that, they called him Stumpy. 
<laughs> you caught me outside there. So here we are, 50 minutes into the film, right? Yeah. And one of the main characters still hasn't shown up yet. No. And we should uh, definitely prepare you for the entrance of this this god, a true god. Yeah. And that would that would be Henry Silva. And you and I disagree about this, but Henry Silva, uh, as far as I'm concerned, was the first uh, uh, actor in an American film that uh, portrayed karate. And, of course, that's an actor in Canada. (laughs) Unless I get reelected. That's when the Jaws cliches, they slipped in. Yeah. It's always said that the mayor... Who's a real asshole who doesn't think that 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 you know you should shut things down? By the way, uh, if you want to see what I consider one of Henry Silva's best roles, Ghost Dog. Seriously, one of the last films he did. Amazon Women on the Moon. There. Oh he yeah. Is. Yay! Henry Silva! And who is he a parody of that no one would really get nowadays? Uh, um, uh, Marvin Perkins, right? Yeah, Marlon Marlon Perkins. Uh oh. <laughs> Pretty girl. <laughs> okay, you know he's gonna get eaten. He's a fucking idiot. And I love the idea of these these guys. You know, Alexander the Gator and 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 all this publicity and shit. Do you think we won't be selling that shit? Me and you be out there. Come on, man. Alligator oh, t-shirts. Alligator t-shirts. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, uh, drugs, right? Come on, you want a drug, don't you? <laughs> Who's being a creep? Tommy, it is. 
<laughs> you're very pretty. Well, we're here to talk about alligators. Okay. Henry Silva <laughs> just takes this fucking movie over, doesn't he? Seriously. <sighs> this is one of the few chances he ever gets to do broad comedy. Yes. And from what I understand, he loved this role. He loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, Amazon Women in the Room, bullshit or not. Yeah, bullshit or not. I'll be back in a minute, people. I got something to take care of. Be back in a second, girl. Okay, so just go through through Henry Silva, a couple films you should check out. Uh, Lust in the Dust, Escape from the Bronx, Chained Heat, Megaforce, Sharky's Machine. Day of the, the Assassin is a great Italian film. Uh, Love and Bullets. Uh, Almost Human. The Italian Connection. He did a lot of work in Italy. Of course, we mentioned, of course, uh, the Manchurian Candidate. The Return of Mr. Moto. Johnny Cool. Ocean's Eleven, he had a small role in that, the original one. So that's Henry Silva. Okay, here we go. I hope I hope he's back for this. So here he is. Trying to catch the alligator and tracking it. <laughs> Reminds me of the scene of Jabberwocky. I think we're getting close. And he's covered his shit up to his chin. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> yep, you're back. Oh, look at poop. Oh, this is one of the meanest parts of the movie. I love it. Oh, absolutely. This is great shit. Okay, this is probably what got an R rating. (laughs) I love the idea they have a cow now. (laughs) And there's a cat wandering around. Yep. You know why? You try to lock up a cat. Cat be like, fuck you. Absolutely. Makes motherfucker go big. I'll be right back. 
The conspiracy. Of course, they got it. They got to get him off the force because he'll. Yeah, that was an '80s cop movie cliche. Yeah. If a cop can't solve the case until he's fired from uh, the job. From the police force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. He goes into the evidence room and he says, fuck this. I'm going to pick up everything I can to kill the goddamn alligator. Yeah, you know they tri- did a tribute to this scene in uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I seen that, I'm like, yeah, it's alligator. Temporary dependence of reptilian metabolism. Yep. You know. Can they do that? Sure they can do that. They're the fucking guys in charge. (laughs) I feel wonderful. <laughs> I'm still looking for it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Where it we says Harry Lyon lives. I think it's this scene, though, that the Harry Lyon is in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I got a dildo over here. <laughs> this is a good this is a good scare. Never pull the cord. Never pull Never. the cord. I'm taking my vacation. I think I'm with him. I'm taking a vacation right now. Oh, here comes one of the greatest massacre scenes of all time. Oh, this is beautiful. This is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And the whole thing is everybody gets it that should get it, right? And the fact that it's white, you know. Yeah. Now, just a, a little, okay, Dean Jagger was in a bunch of films, but I want to talk a little bit about Jack Carter. Jack Carter was actually a, a, a stand-up comedian. Uh, 
along with Don Rickles and, and that era, yeah. late 50s, early 60s. Can we talk um, about his most infamous film? Go ahead. Game of Death, where he's oh, supposed yeah. to be intimidating Bruce Lee. Yeah, that's Dean Jagger. I'm talking about the other guy, though. But, yeah, Dean oh, Jagger, yeah, yeah, Game of Death is bad. It's bad. Of course, that was that was cobbled together by the studio after Bruce Lee died because he was filming that when he died. Yeah. Damn right. Princess, don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen, Princess. <laughs> Hi, Princess. For those of you who don't know, that's, that's Stephen's uh, lovely dog. So who's Ramon were... Santiago? Ramon? Yeah, you saw the poster. Maybe that's why the dog's called Ramon. Oh, you because mean the alligator. Art. Right. The alligator. Oh, oh shit. here we go. This scene was definitely not in the TV cut. No. This is probably the meanest kill in the whole movie. Oh, it is the meanest kill in the whole movie. There's no question about it. Oh, that's bad. Ramon. Well, remember, Ramon is the alligator's name. Yeah. Oh, God, those were the hardest motherfuckers I've ever slept on in my life. Yeah. Those fucking couch beds. Oh, I've slept on many of those, my friend. Remember, I had a year where I was sleeping on a couch. I think couch bed, not couch. Couches can be the comfiest thing in the world to sleep on if it's nice and soft. But a couch bed always has that bar in the middle of it that's going to fuck with yeah, your back. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely. I've slept on those too for a long time. Yeah. Oh, there they are. Okay, this is beautiful. Okay, this is beautiful. What brand of beer is sponsored by this movie? I I did. Hold on. Miller High Life. No, slits. Every can of okay, beer well, runs in the highlight slits. I know, okay. but look in their hands. Yeah, okay. Every beer drunk in this film. Oh, yeah, that's a slit. Yeah. Slits malt liquor. No, no, no. Slits, the, slits was the a malt beer. liquor. Yeah. Yeah, it was a slits malt yeah, liquor. It was a premium the drink beer, of. Which it was not. No, it wasn't. Blitz Malt Liquor, no. the drink of pole white trash and ghetto ghetto drinkers across America in the 70s and 80s. My favorite of those was Old English, man. Fucking loved Old English Malt Liquor. Well, that one's still around. But they were Strohs, Tams. My favorite... Terrible beer of that era was Carling Black Label. 
That was local beer. Yeah. That and Utica Club, too, when I was up in uh, Bradford and Straub's. Down here, the most popular uh, shit beer was Pabst Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. PBR, man. Yeah, PBR. Pretty okay. bullshit. This is beautiful, okay? Who <laughs> is we, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's time to say goodbye to Henry Silva. So let's have a moment. (laughs) See, even the alligator drink splits in this movie. Yeah. No wonder it's just sitting there. He's like, God, that was some crappy beer, but it was free. <laughs> exactly. And of course, you did catch that. What kind of shoes does he have? Alligator, Alligator shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cat. They always got to have a cat. The zombies. How the hell did he get a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels all of a sudden? When the bo- when know. he was drinking it outside the alley, it was a white label. I don't know. They just had to change change props, I guess, and would think <laughs> that nobody would catch it. Um, yeah, every drunken and driving is all probably like bullshit, motherfucker, bullshit. <laughs> uh, everyone driving is like, don't do it, you dumb son of a bitch, move. No, actually, a lot of us like, like we want this motherfucker to die. And this is beautiful. Such a great shot, man. Stupid son of a bitch only loaded one bullet in the gun. Fuck him. Ah, Henry Silva's gone. <laughs> Good job. Oops, you just fucked that up. 
Yeah, you just... You just fucked up your whole... I just seen old legs. But, so this scene sets up my favorite scene in the movie. Okay? Which is coming up. With her leaving, what happens next with them? Think about it. Nice, nice callback and, and slow motion with that. Yeah. And also using a different um, filter, a red filter. Now, I would think they probably did that simultaneously as opposed to two times. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's uh, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Again, extremely witty. That's the thing about this this uh, yeah. screenplay. It's the wit. Okay, this is what I'm talking. Her mom is like one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. Everybody gets their moments in this movie. Oh yeah, and she's great in this. I love this scene. <laughs> and look at her He's like kind of quizzical He's got a small smile and <laughs> I love this scene I fucking love this scene Such a nice little break Right <laughs> Is it this one or this one <laughs> <laughs> I love her I freaking love her. I think I want to marry her. <laughs> Seriously. Part of me thinks that. Go ahead. <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. I love that. <laughs> I don't apologize. What for? <laughs> Beautiful pets. <laughs> oh, what a fun. Yeah. <laughs> you met my mother. <laughs> okay, ask grip. This is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't have to mention anything, so hey. Yep. Alligator cruising on top. See you later, alligator. This is one of the best fucking stunts in the whole movie. Oh, this is a great stunt. Yeah. And one of the best, fuck you, fuck you, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, and the thing is, they don't, they don't really, like, overboard you with with this stuff in terms of all the action and that. It's very, very specific to one, this this one scene, and it is beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love that jump. And just like a Warner Brothers cartoon, he drops the fucking grenade in the fucking yeah. But of course, there's your Jaws moment right there. I will be like, "Fuck him!" Uh, this is this is beautiful. This is how I stand when I'm on the toilet, Carl. Yeah. As soon as I seen the blood, I let the motherfucker go. Yeah. Oh this man. This movie gave a lot of work to paraplegics. Absolutely. Because it's easier to rip the arm off a paraplegic or a leg off a paraplegic than it is to rig oh, up absolutely. a... Oh, yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. All the hoity-toity uh, uh, rich people get theirs. And like, oh, God, look at that. Oh, man. I'd eat that in a fucking heartbeat, man. Shit, yeah. Now, Dean Jagger had one of the most unique voices I've ever heard in film. Yeah. But it still was hilarious just thinking of him trying to intimidate and not be afraid of Bruce Lee. Yeah. I love it. That nose. He's not hiding in the bushes. The fuck he ain't. That's a dog. That's a great. I'm out of here. They cut out one of the best gags, which is in uh, the TV version, which is what? when the stakes are shown like that, and they phone over to the van. It showed like the alligator sticking his nose barely out and sniffing. <laughs> 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 He's like, damn. 
Those snakes smell, snakes smell good. Fuck you. I love how the alligator not only eating motherfuckers, it's using kung fu on them too. Yeah. Tail food. Tail food. <laughs> great, great, great stunt here. Well, Donald Sutherland Super is stunt. a clumsy waiter. <laughs> nice. Nice Open pull. the door, you son of a bitch. I can't believe they let that line slip on TV. Yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful. It's just beautiful. Good. He deserves it. Nice. Drive, you motherfucker. Tail foo. Tail foo. Damn right. Fuck your car. Fuck your stupid ass car. I like how thorough he's being. Yeah. It's like you fucking made me. Yeah. This is great too. Who is that? I know him. I, I know him too, but it's not who I think it is, but I've seen him before. Yeah. The beauty of that thorough destruction of that car. Yeah. Uh, why are you going in there without any of your toys? Going to take, oh, a, take going to take a pistol to an RPM fight. RPM fight. Yeah. RPG fight. My bad. Yeah. Not well, an I'm RPM. Up the record term. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just a background. The country was a walker for no fucking reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, they should have known they had gold here before it hit the Theaters and drive-ins. But they didn't catch it, okay? Yeah. How much of this stuff, if you're watching this, goes by you so quick that you don't recognize it? Right. That's the beauty of the It did so good in its first week in the drive-ins that the indoor theaters was begging for it. Yeah. And they were like, what? And we're not talking the grindhouse theaters either. We're talking, you know, Lowe's and AMC and shit like that back then. Yeah, the mainstream theaters. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. There he is. (laughs) 
bringing that pussy-ass gun and chase me. Fuck you. Bring that pussy-ass shit. (laughs) Right, Carl? Right. So what you said earlier, this is the setup with the car on on, on the uh, manhole. Yeah. And this this is really well done. I don't know. I have never seen the TV cut. Or I don't remember the TV cut if I've seen it. So I don't know if they did it twice. But this is the one I remember. And it explains and about the boy, gas is that a beautiful. Is that a beautiful animatronic or what? Yeah. That's an animatronic. And let's, That's we fucking... really didn't get into this yet, but this movie was not a big budget movie. No. Uh, I can give you a budget if you give me a moment. Okay. I can give you. <sighs> I should just. He finally wigs some dynamite to that rig. <laughs> Budget one million five hundred dollars estimated. Five hundred thousand. So yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. Um, twenty-three million it made. Yeah, and that's in box office. It's not sales or shit like that. Yeah. And back then in 1980, tickets were like two or three dollars. Yeah. And uh, ABC paid an estimated two million for its showings of this. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I told Move it, Grandma. (laughs) Move it, you old bitch. <laughs> hey, you asshole. Nice. They killed the crocagator. And that car, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. And there's a shot in the TV version that explains where she comes from. Right. 
I'll be right back. Obligatory. Hey, baby. (laughs) But yeah, this movie was so big and popular on ABC and stuff that ABC paid for a slash sequel slash remake. Alligator 2. Played the newswoman. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. How is Angel Jones? God damn. I I'm sorry. I want that as a name. I I want that as a name if I ever in a movie. What? Jojo Demore. Yeah, nice. Hey, I'm Jojo. What you going, man? <laughs> Paul Strader. Is he in Kansas Paul Strader? No, not the same person. Well, yeah, this movie came out of nowhere and was... The reason that this movie isn't as well known nowadays is somehow after the VHS era, this became a bitch to see, didn't it, Carl? Yeah, it did. It did. Nowadays, of course, you got streaming and that, and it's 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 getting well, its it rightful just place in genre. Well, uh, last month. Okay, hold on. The Stansberry Company developed that alligator, and we got to give them a plot for that because that's that's a fucking great alligator. Yeah. Seriously. And what's funny is the sequel is in there, Alligator 2, The Mutation. And it's all right. It's basically a remake of the first one, and I can even bring up the stars of it. Okay. It's got uh, Richard Lynch in it playing the Henry Silver role. Nice. Yeah. Of course he's going to play that role. Of course. And it's got someone play playing the Robert Forster role which is basically he moved from a small town and is still with the biologist and they're married now. Nice. The finale of that Alligator 2 takes place in the carnival. Well, Carl's probably seen Alligator 2, haven't you? <laughs> uh, probably, but I don't remember it. <laughs> that 
that pretty much sums it up. Joseph Bologna was in yeah. that, okay? And Dee Wallace. Yeah, Dee Wallace. Yeah, I did a I did a sh- uh, interview with her with Limes Marshall, and she's I'm out there. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's out <laughs> she's there. She's out there. Oh, by the way, you know who else is in Alligator too? Who? Brock Peters and Steve Railsback. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those that makes you wonder why wasn't the movie as better as it was when it had those guys in it. Well, because it's it, it's not directed by someone like Louis Tig and it's not written by John Sales. That's yeah. why. Yeah. We didn't give as much credit, but John Sales' script makes this movie. Oh, oh, listen. I, how many times did I mention his name at the beginning? Yeah, we it, did, but yeah. Seriously. Even Joe Dante said that if John Sales hadn't have written the script, Piranha wouldn't have been as good as it was. Oh, no, no, there's no doubt about it. You know, I John Sayles is one of our great American uh, uh, icons in films, both for, for writing scripts and then his directing, too, is just great. Yeah. I don't think he's ever done a bad film. No. Seriously. Uh, he did. He had three films made from his scripts in a row that got very insane critical Love before he acclaim. Well, love is same as acclaim, but you like some fancy words, Yankee. Yes, and and that is uh, Piranha, uh, Alligator, Alligator, and that championship season. Well, no, that's not him. That's not him. Yeah, that's yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, That's uh, uh, that's Father Karras. Jason, oh, he's, uh, um, he's in. I think he's in the movies. In no, no, I don't think so. The the, the other film is the brother from another planet. Okay, no, which was his he first. Was the... Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Hold on, I can take care of this. Just one job. Uh. Okay, so as far as scripts are concerned, let's just talk about that first. Okay, if we go down here, The Lady in Red, okay, was written by him. Return of Secaucus 7. That's it. Battle Return Beyond the, the Stars. Seven. Well, Battle Beyond the Stars, uh, Alligator, The Howling, and th- those those are the ones in that era, and that, that dates from 1978 to 1981. And he also did uh, he also did a TV movie uh, script called The Perfect Match, which I don't know. But that's five movies in three years. No, one, two, three, four, five, six movies in three yeah. years. Yeah, and then about eighty five, eighty six is when he did his first directorial debut, which was uh, Brother from Another Planet. And that's eighty four. Yeah, 1984. Oh, he also he wrote Baby It's You. Yeah, and and also wrote The Clan of the Cape Bear. Oh God, 
maybe not a great movie. No. <laughs> but he did turn chicken sa- chicken shit chicken salad. Yeah. But, but after I, that he directed uh let's see, he did Brother from Another Planet, uh Wild Thing, uh Mate One. <laughs> right, and and uh, Eight Men Out. Eight Men uh, Out Passion Fish. Secret of Passion Ronin. Fish, Secret of Ronin. Limbo. Lone Star, which is fucking great. Oh, God, uh, yeah. But i I tell you one that I need to talk about very briefly mm-hmm. that I love. It's Honey Dripper. Mm-hmm. Honey Dripper is so good. If you have not seen that, you yeah. need to because it's all about early blues music in the 50s. And uh, this, this, the cast is just fucking great. His latest film that he directed is Go for Sisters. I've not seen it, but I, but I heard it was good, but it was under the radar. Uh, but yeah, well, man, he never man, has had a real hit as a director, sadly. Well, I don't know if I would, I, I you know, uh, certainly I would think uh, Eight Men Now. Well, again, you're talking about money, right? Yeah, you're talking about money. Yeah, probably not. And if you asked him, him, he wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. But Mate One is fucking great if you haven't seen it. It's set right at the start of the Cold Cold Wars in Harlan and this area, Bloody Harlan. Mm -hmm. And this is my area, and I've heard stories about how violent it got, and that movie captured it perfectly. You know, another one I would really recommend to people is The Secret of Roan Inish, which mm-hmm. which is his uh, take on a children's uh, 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 fairy tale. And it's wonderful. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Love that. But Lone Star may be his masterpiece. No, no, I would agree to that. I would agree to that. That was yeah. also the movie that absolutely... Uh, nailed my love for Chris Cooper. Seriously. Yeah, but Mate One is the film where he met his uh, muse, which is Chris Cooper. Right. I can remember when American Beauty come out. Everyone else is like, holy shit, it was, uh, uh, what's his name? We starred in it. Kevin Spacey. Everyone was like, holy shit, Kevin Spacey. And I was like, holy shit, Chris Cooper. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And after they watch it, are like, whoa, who the fuck was that guy that played the general? I'm like, that's Chris Cooper, motherfucker. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, by the way, another thing about Honey Dripper. Got your uh, favorite actor in it. Got your who? favorite actor in it. Stacey fucking Keach. Damn right. <laughs> Oh, and next week we're going to go a little weird. And if I told you, Carl, that there was a documentary, this is going to be a tribute to Sonny Barger who died. What if I told you there was a documentary funded by, directed by, and completely written and edited by the Hells Angels about the Hells Angels? Then I say I need to watch it. 
Yeah, and that's what we're going to be watching next week, and it's Hell's Angels Forever. It's, and, and, uh, it's yeah, a we need to watch wild that. film. There's scenes where and they I'm beat also, the crap out of some guy, and then they have a scene where they just when they when they basically say why taking a guy and kicking his fucking teeth in and uh, pissing on him is uh, good for his spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You're not gonna really convince me of that. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, no, it's, I didn't say it was a convincing. That's just what they do. It is a fucked up film, and it's very rare and very hard to see. Okay, and I hope you have a way of us watching it, because I need to... Yeah, remember I, I need sent to you the YouTube it. link to it? Oh, yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. And... For the rest of the uh, July, we're probably going to do two more biker films. One I'm going to let Carl pick out. Which biker film would you pick? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think I might have to go Al Adamson, maybe. Oh, uh, um, there's a couple. Satan Sadist. Either Satan Sadist or uh, uh, what's the one that the, oh 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 uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis the the women's oh one. she devils on wheels yeah yeah I think we're doing she devils on wheels <laughs> yeah. no we're doing she devils we're yeah. doing she devils and that's for my the pick. second one I'm picking is going to be uh, if we can find it Hell's Angels Forever okay. You know, yeah, the we one to... with uh, Bruce Dern. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, is it Jack Nicholson or is that the one with Peter Fonda? I think that's Fonda. Yeah. That's Fonda. No, it is Fonda. It's yeah. Fonda. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, she doubles on wheels. we got to give this staff. Yeah. Seriously. We and, go, go this and before you, we watch it, ne- probably watch it next week, She Devils on Wheels, I got to say from the bottom of my heart, go fumigate yourself, craphead. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. And by the way, somewhere in there, sometime this month, we're going to do games too. Yeah. In honor, in honor of James Conn. Yeah. In August, is going to be drive-in month. And we're, the reason I don't do it this month is there's a couple of key titles that we're going to have to look and see if we can find. Right. And uh, one would be uh, a film about a horror, uh, a horror actor on his verge of the world premiere at a drive-in of his last movie. And that would be targets. Great film. I'm trying to, yeah, targets, and well, of course, drive in master. You can watch that on YouTube. Uh, and if we if we can find it, I would like to nominate uh, Dead End Drive In. Yeah, Dead End Drive In, 
Because every great movie has to have a chicken at the start of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll explain that line when we start watching the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, now, do I have a little time to say what's going on at DLN? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so tonight we're recording. Uh, we're in the middle of summer fun right now at DLN. And Rachel and I are going to be doing one of her favorite films, a summer film called Ernest Ghost Camp. And we're going to be watching that tonight. We also have, uh, uh, we're going back to uh, Rock This Town with DC on, on Sunday. I also uh, have not set this up with Rachel, but I'm hoping Saturday we can also do a uh, commentary watch of one of my favorite films, a baseball film, because baseball is summer. And that would be The Bad News Bears, the original 1976. I also am uh, uh, about ready to announce definitely that we're doing a, uh, uh, a podcast uh, uh, with a couple of people that uh, Tony Strauss uh, uh, gave to me. And it's going to be on the beach movies of the 1960s. And we're going to oh, talk about and that's people. The They're friends of us. They've been on the show with us before. Karen, yeah, I have. I uh, okay, do you remember their names? Because if you give me a second, I'll give you names. Yeah, Carolyn okay. and Mike Hallstatter. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. we're going to have them on. And, and by the They're way, you're friends. welcome to join us with, with that if you like. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome to come come in. Just so no we question. can talk about. Don Rickles in his best movie role. Well, well, actually, I think that's uh, X, X, the man with the X-ray eyes. But nonetheless, or, uh, uh, but, but also not only Don Rickles, but the God that is Harvey Lembeck. Yeah. Okay? And just to bring this up, isn't it funny that most people would not think like when Casino come out, like, holy crap, Don Rickles was a great actor. And then those of us who watch AIP films in the 60s said, motherfucker, please. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, you know, I and, mean, and don't forget got a Kelly's lot of Heroes. Great roles throughout the years. Oh, Kelly's Heroes is uh, another Kelly's one of his. Uh, Innocent Blood. Uh, oh, yeah. X, the man Hold with on. X-ray eyes. Hold on just a second. I'll give you a couple more here. Just a second. This is why I have IMDb up all the time when we do these. Um, of course, Kelly's Heroes. Um, see, what else was there? And uh, Toy Story. All the Toy Stories. Yeah. Mr. Potato Head. Yep. Casino. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Yeah, good stuff, man. He took a vicious bump in Casino. Mm-hmm. I mean, that looked like that shit hurt. Oh, don't forget Enter Laughing, either. He has a good oh, role yeah. in that. Uh, yeah. Of course, Beach Blanket Bingo. Yeah. Pajama Party. Oh, he yeah. plays the Martian at Pajama Party. I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, he's just one of those guys that has done a great amount of work throughout the years and that you really shouldn't be surprised. Like, people were at the casino that Don Rickles could just come out and just tear ass up. And I tell you what, if you want to talk about Don Rickles, too, you got to talk about the documentary on him called Mr. Warmth, which was directed mm-hmm. by John Landis. Seriously. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful film. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think we're good. Uh, I want to thank and, you for, yeah. for letting me do this with you today. Oh, this was fun. Oh, this was a fucking blast, man. This was a blast. I really enjoyed it. It's a great film. Alligator is a really good film. I'm glad that uh, Shutter has it. In it, the great version. Yep, agreed. But get it too because the TV version is worth owning. Yep. All right. So I think that that that's good. We'll see you next that's week. Good. Thank you we'll very see much. You next week, and thank you for patronizing your local drive-in. And don't go see Thor this weekend, folks. Don't be a sheep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bad. Bad. Good night, sweetheart. Red, 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 red